Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Um, nothing of uh, any too significant. Um, you know, coming off a of bye week, <clears throat> obviously everybody always asks, well, do you like the bye week early? Do you like it late? I mean, we like it where we like it. It was perfect for us. Um, you know, we had some guys, a couple guys banged up, as everybody in the country does. But it was good to, to rest and, and, and see some young guys in some different spots and, you know, see if we can't, you know, divide the workload amongst some of the guys with some other young guys. So it was, it was a good week for us, man. Well, let's jump into fan questions this week. We'll start with, well, let's first of all talk about this upcoming week here. So the Carlton Knights, your opponent, they come off a huge victory again, 2-0 and so far. Your thoughts on, you know, how good this Knights team is so far? Well, I'll say this, man. It starts with the, with the head coach, man. He's, um, he's done a good job down there um, coming over from one of the YX schools. Um, so, coach, it starts with him, very, you know, very um, good recruiter. Always see him out on the road recruiting. Um, so we're always, you know, battling. Um, for the players, and they got they—they're doing a good job down there. Um, and then when you take it a step further, um, just looking at their roster, um, it always starts with the quarterback, right? They got a a, a kid that I voted for for um, all conference last year, um, Jonathan Singleton, number fourteen, good football player. The kid threw uh, two interceptions the whole year last year, and we, and we had one of them. You know, so he's very efficient. He's back. Uh, the offense runs through him. Now they have been playing another quarterback, number three. I'm trying to get a feel on, you know, why the first year is playing so much because it's not like 14 got hurt, but three is in there, and he, he, he brings a different dynamic too. Um, staying on the offensive side, man, number zero. Um, I, I can't pronounce his name. I don't like butchering people's names, but he is, he is everything, man. He, he's a tight end, but he splits out. He's big. He's strong. He's physical. Um, I remember him from last year. I remember him as a freshman last year, and I remember going up to him after the game saying, this guy is going to be a problem, um, and, and he is, man. He's, he's the feature guy. Number 12 is a, is a good football player, too. He, we, we played against him last year, um, Bo Nelson. Um, again, he's a senior. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full. Offensive line is greedy and tough. Um, and then we jump on the defensive side, man. They, have, they, they run a very unique style defense, man. They're, they're three down, um, and they play with five DBs. Now, they had a kid last year, number 37, who graduated, thank goodness, but um, that plays in that middle spot. And the kid that's doing it this year is just as good as, as number 37. So we're going to have our hands full um, as far as, you know, IDing and making sure we're blocking the right people. Um, they have a couple D linemen that are very active. Um, so, again, man, it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be a great Mayak matchup. But, again, that's why our guys come to Hamlin. That's why their guys go to Carlton to, to play in games like this. Um, so I'm excited. It'll be homecoming for us, um, which, you know, that doesn't put anything more on it. But it's just, you know, it's going to be a lot of people back wanting to see what's, what's going on and see what's what. So I'm excited about the, about the week ahead. You talked a little bit about this, but one of the things that really impresses me about this offense for them is that they only have four wide receivers with eight catches through just two games. It looks like Singleton can really spread the ball. Listen, the, 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 the way that they um, spread out the division of labor is, is amazing to me, and, it, and it's been like that. You know, it's not a this year thing. It was last year, too, man. So, you know, we're going to have to ID people, and then the thing about them is they've been in 24 different formations, which is smart by them. You know, so, I mean, it's really and – and, and I'm being honest, man, like – can't practice every formation they're going to be in because you don't know. So they do a good job of making you defend 53.3 yards of width of the field. You know, so we're going to have to be really, really, really good um, IDing and, and, and getting ourselves um, in the right coverages defensively. You know, and then obviously offensively, you know, we've been running the ball, knock on wood, pretty good. You know, it'll be good to, to have the defense sitting on the sideline and, and control some clock. It's, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be an interesting game to see how this thing gets played and you know, how both coaching staffs call it. So I'm excited. Now, I, I know the, the big 
uh, the, the natural propensity for most people to talk about this Carlton offense. They have a pretty good defense down there, too. So how, how do you yeah. kind of feel like you match up against them? Yeah, again, like I said, it's going to, you know, in our first two games, our body of work, we've been running the football well. And, and um, from a passing standpoint, Alejandro's been doing a good job of taking care of the football. And I, I just know last year we went down there and it, it just didn't go well. We threw three interceptions. We dropped the punt return. Like, we we did not do what we need to do. So I really believe if we can just, you know, um, do what, they're, what if our guys are if our guys can do what they're coached to do, right, and execute, we'll be fine because their defense is what they do and how they deploy is a juggernaut. It's not it's not natural, you know, to play against you know a drop eight, which is you know they have three D linemen and eight DBs. Not I should say eight DBs, but eight guys in coverage a lot of the time. So it's tough to throw through that, and they they, they sit the run really well. So we got to pick our uh, spots on you know, how we're going to um, attack these guys. But their defense is very good. They're very stout. You, you know, kind of looking at this matchup, th- this looks like one of those games where your special teams winds up being a huge difference maker into that. Do, do you see it kind of that way as well? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, and, they again, they do they do something very unique with their punt team where they're, they have two punters out there. Um, they did run a fake punt on us last year. You know, so we've been obviously – obviously we've been – we've had our antennas up for a whole year about that. Um, you know, and like I said, we dropped a punt last year. You know, we just do what we're supposed to do. We get a stop early in the game, and we drop a punt, and then that punt turns into points. So we cannot do that. And so our guys are, are, are zoomed in on, on their jobs. And, um, yeah, special teams, like we talked about, you know, I know a lot of people say it's a third of the game. It's really not. It's about 25%. Maybe about 20, I think we, when we did the numbers in the summertime, it's really about 28% of the game. So we, that 28% of the game is going to be critical for us, us covering kicks, us securing the ball, Kickoff return and punt return. Like we got to be good in all in all in all three phases. So, well, let's talk a little a, a little bit homecoming as well. Um, and so, you know, that, a lot of excitement. You have a lot of alumni that are coming back for that as well. So, I, kind of the atmosphere around is pretty exciting night as well. Yeah, you know what? And we have our Hall of Fame um, Hall of Fame inductees, and um, you know, so super excited about that. John Voss, a 1990. Um, uh, football player is getting in, is getting inducted, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, people come back. You know, it's one of the things that I do. I shouldn't say um, I, I get upset about, but I you know I don't get it. I think I've been away from Illinois State, and I've been back to maybe two homecomings. You know, so something I can't participate in. So when, when we get everybody back on campus, and especially when some of the guys that have come through here since 2013 that I know, and then some of the alums I know from the golf outing, it's a fun it's a fun time. It's a fun feeling. You know, they want to see a good product. I mean, obviously, they want to see a win. we got to go out here and play and, and, and handle our business, and the scoreboard will take care of itself if we do our job. But it is exciting to, to have the alums come back and, and the tailgating and, the, and the, all the festivities. But, you know, we can't participate in that. I mean, we got a job to do. So. Well, let's jump into fan questions now. So Drew would like to know, he says, Coach, I know coaches like to buy week to give players a rest and get healed, but doesn't that also get the team out of rhythm? Wouldn't you prefer to just keep going? Again, ideally, you know, you'd love to just keep playing, but, you know, you know, again, I've been to places where the bye week was the first week. I've been at places where the bye week was week 10. Just, you know, you don't control, you, we talk all the time about control that you can control, so I don't control that. So it's all good. We needed it. Um, would I like to keep playing? Absolutely. You know, okay, get, a little, get on a roll. But, you know, we set up the week in a way where, you know, I was able to evaluate some young guys, get some guys healthy, and then obviously get a jump on Carlton. So it was good. Ryan would like to know if you see the team being able to rush for 2,000 yards this season. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I don't really, you know, I don't really look into 
looking to Peyton a picture of, you know, we need to rush for this amount. We need to control the ball in this next game. You know, that means running the football, which we've been doing a pretty decent job knock on wood the last two weeks. I'd like to continue to do that. And then at the end of it, we'll look, and, we'll look up and see what the numbers are. But to put, um, to put a number on it right now and going into week four for us, nah, we're not going to do that. Man, we need to – whatever it takes to win the game. If it calls for us to throw the ball 80 times, then that's how we got to win it. If it calls for us to run it 80 times, then that's how we got to try to win this game. So. Okay, next up we have Sam. He would like to know, do you like to get the ball first or to play defense first? That's a good question. Uh, we're always, we always talk about that. Those things, those kind of things get you know, talked about as a staff, you know, and it just depends on how we're feeling, how we want to play the game, what's the wind doing, um, you, know, what's the, you know, what's the weather like. You know, so it just it all depends. A lot of different factors come in, comes into receiving the ball or deferring to the second half, I and mean, it just depends on a lot of different things. So I've done it both ways. I think in week one we took the football versus the crown. And week two, we 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 um we deferred and took and we deferred and went on defense first. So it just kind of matters. Each game has its own storyline. So next up, we have Andy, who says, you know, Carlton used to be a team that seemed to finish in the bottom of the conference most years. What happened that really got them so they have become so good this year? You know what? It's, it's funny you say that because, like I said in the beginning of the show, um, uh, Coach Janelle is doing a great job, man. He's doing a great job recruiting. Um, you know, when I first got here, you know, the, the way that they recruited was a little different. Now they're 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 super super uh, national, and they got some good football players. Like I told you, I had number zero, number twelve, the quarterback. Like them kids, them kids are good. So just it's recruiting. It's all recruiting, and obviously recruiting to a fit uh, to the school. So they're getting the kids that fit at Carlton. You know, the Carlton kids might not sit at Hamlin. Hamlin kids might not sit at Carlton. Um, it's just that's that's the that's the great thing about the mic. They got so many different schools that have their own little niche. Um, so they they're finding they they're in their, they're in that sweet spot right now and it's and it's it's, um, it's, it's a little dangerous because they, they they're good. Owen says everyone jumps in the conference play in the MIAC this week. Do you feel like around the conference it gets a lot more intense starting now? Absolutely. You know, we talked about talked about that to the team because you know the, the 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 new people that we have in our organization they have no idea what's going to get ready to happen. You know the windows get tighter. Um, the, the linebackers are faster. Um, the offensive linemen are stronger, you know, D linemen, they run better. Like it's just, it's, it's just different. And it's why we recruit the kids that we recruited to, to come play in one of the greatest conferences in division three. So yeah, everything's going to get, everything gets faster and everything gets more intense. Our buddy Andre returns says the Eagles take on the Vikings on Monday coach. Then they have the commanders, the Jaguars, the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Could you see them six and oh entering that game against Pittsburgh? Oof. Um, well, they got to take care of tonight. You know, I'm in I'm in Viking land, so this is the one night where I don't, you know, I don't root for the Vikings, man. So you know, I got I got some buddies. Depending on what time you know we get out of the office, I uh, probably won't get out till the second half. But um, you know, somebody, some couple of buddies, they obviously not Eagles fans. Like, coach, we should go watch the game somewhere. So I will I will defer and watch the game at my house, <laughs> and um, you know, hopefully the Eagles can pull out a win. Um, so. I like it. Pete would like to know, why do you think some teams seem to own others in the NFL? Yeah, it's, it, it, that's a good question. I, and, again, I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm painting with broad strokes here, and I'm getting a little bit of guessing. I think when you have situations where, like, say the NFC East, right, the Eagles play the Cowboys twice a year, Cowboys play the Giants twice a year, everybody plays each other twice. I think you, you really start to get a feel for teams, and I think there, there, there are some teams that just – has some people's numbers, man. You know, that's, that's a great question. But I think that's what it has to do with how many times you could team see each other, I think, personally. 
Next up, we have Connor. It says, Georgia and Alabama are 1-2 in the rankings from the SEC, Ohio State and Michigan 3-4 in the rankings. Do you see these two conferences as easily the best right now? Um, I would have, I did not know that, and then I would have to say, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, the Big Ten is, the Big Ten is good. SEC is, SEC is great. So, I mean, those, yeah, I'd have to say, um, I'm not sure what the Big 12 is doing, um, or the Pac-12, but I think, you know, especially with Stanford, excuse me, especially with UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten soon here, oh man, yeah, those two are probably, you know, those are the, those are the, the top, the top two conferences. Uh, next up, we have Steve, who would like to know, what is your favorite homecoming moment? I think it's just always just, here. you know, it's probably more so the stories. You know, when you have people just coming around, especially like when Thursday comes and you got alumnus back in town, especially from distance, and just the stories that they tell, um, the, you know, the, the emotion you can see on their face about what this place did for them, meaning Hamlin University, how it's changed their lives what they're doing now. Um, so this is really just listening to the stories, listening to the stories and seeing old faces that came through here. And we get to my favorite part of the show, the words of wisdom from Coach Taylor. Wow. The words of wisdom. Um, you know, I've, I've, been talking to, I've been talking to players a lot about, you know, just trying to be the best human being you can be. You know, just, you know, you just never know um, when somebody in your past you know, can help you, you know, so if you're a, a bad person or have a bad attitude towards people, you know, they, you never know if, you, if you're, if you're um, putting your blessings out then and there, if that makes sense, you know, so just, you know, just trying to be a good person, help people out, um, never know, you know, you never know how a smile can change somebody else's day, you know, so I'm always talking to my guys about, you know, it's, it's, it's good to smile at, you know, at, at people on campus, you know, you just never know what people are going through, so just trying to be, you know, just trying to message to the team with just being, a, being good humans this week, let's just be good people and do things the right way, so. That's fantastic. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. All right. Thanks for listening.